What's up, guys? Tuesday morning, Rhino Live Show podcast. Got a few things I want to talk about. First and foremost, uh, Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton was on a radio show doing an interview and kind of put his foot in his mouth. It's probably a good thing he's not employed currently in the NFL because I'm sure he'd be catching a lot more heat if they had a place to focus it. I will say this. I kind of see what he was saying. I kind of agree with the initial statement. And then he just went off the rails and went back to 1970 with the uh, woman's places in the kitchen reference to a certain degree. It could have been worded differently and I think it would be a different outcome. Uh, We'll talk about that. The fucking Braves, man. Getting pounded last night by the Washington Nationals. This ain't a good start for the World Series champions. The lineup's not hitting worth dick. The pitching staff sucks. Uh, Other than uh, Charlie Morton, uh, this team's struggling a little bit. So, hopefully, this second time through the rotation, the guys can pick it up and uh, the Braves can do better. We'll talk about that as well. And lastly, uh, the Masters, closing the book on the Masters and talking about the RBC Heritage at Hilton Head. Uh, I'm going to run through that just a little bit. Some guys I like. Um, and, and I've been down there a few years back. It's a hell of a place, man. It's uh, it's fun to go hang out um, out there at the Heritage. If you've never been, uh, it's a little, generally it's a little easier ticket to get than the Masters. And uh, it's a good time. So we'll talk about the RBC Heritage here in a moment. So here we go. Let's talk about what Cam Newton said. Cam Newton talked about being raised by a father and a mother and a grandmother and then referenced the uh, term bad bitch, which uh, me and Kirk talked about on our podcast. It's an overused term. Uh, I think it's a self-esteem uh, thing for, for women who want to feel like they're doing, doing the most. Um, you know, you get all kind of boss babe and and boss bitch and you know a lot of it's not necessary a lot of a lot of times you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing i mean you're doing what every other woman's doing but not tooting a horn about it and don't get me wrong uh, raising kids ain't easy but i mean it's been something women have done for generations uh you know a lot of these women have some kind of at home business selling some kind of products and act like they uh you know Jeff Bezos I think also a lot of chicks who aren't doing much of anything uh put on a persona on Facebook or TikTok or Snapchat that they're a bad bitch when you know reality they're just a basic bitch they're just doing what everybody else is doing and by calling themselves a bad bitch every you know more or less basic where the where the conversation turned is uh cam didn't really specify in the right direction when he started talking about a woman satisfying a man um 
that they can't cook and they need to know when to shut their mouth. Now, I think he's probably referencing uh, these uh, the internet types. The satisfying your man should have been more of a mutual thing, like a man and a woman relationship, sexually or otherwise. Not the woman satisfying the man, but it being a partnership kind of deal. I can see where he might have stepped over the line on that one. I don't think he means that the woman is submissive to the guy's you know, needs or whatever, but more of a mutual thing that happens in a relationship. The, uh, the can't even cook, I, I think it, it, it's not a wrong reference. I, I, you know, this generation doesn't cook very well. You know, you know, you used to have where you, everybody went to grandma's and all the aunts could cook, brought a dish. You know, mine, all my aunts stayed at my grandma's house the day before, whatever the holiday was, cooking all day. And then back early that morning to, to finish up the meal to get it ready. You don't see that in the next generation. You know, you see a lot more people go pick up some food from somewhere. Uh, the, uh, the bucket of chicken or, you know, the cat, the, the, the pre-made casseroles that they can throw in the oven. You know, you don't see as many women up there, uh, you know, rolling out the biscuits and stuff like that. I think that's kind of what he meant. Not that you need to be in the kitchen making me a sandwich, but, you know, the context, you, know, you can't understand necessarily. and. And therefore, it looks like he kind of did the old woman's places in the kitchen. And then, you know, the learn to keep your mouth shut. I don't think that's like a Rosa Parks thing, like keep you in the back of the bus or you need to shut up or speak when spoken to. I think it's the uh, mouthiness, the uh, what we see now where everybody's just... Uh, I don't know, wants to be, you know, so mouthy and out there and, and, and talks too much in certain terms, I believe. Uh, so, I mean, he could have broken it down a lot better. I think if this wasn't a live radio show, if he could have, you know, did take two and reworded it, I don't think it's as bad as it sounds. He's definitely going to get killed because all these can be construed as negatives towards women but I don't really think that's what he meant I think he meant be more of a wholesome woman you don't have to be that the, the ghetto type where you talking shit and cussing and carrying on and, and representing yourself in a uh, negative manner where you know you, you, you take care of yours first like your home and uh, you know you, you work and you raise your family um, you're not mouthy. You don't feel like you need to run your mouth all the time. And, you know, you sit down at the dinner table and have supper. That's the way I read it. I didn't take it as a, a total negative as many people did. People are always looking for uh, the keyhole to jump in on somebody. And um, he definitely gave him that, you know, that inch for them to jump in there. But I really don't think he meant it in a negative manner. Not like a Jim Brown would do you know, who's, who's uh, got some allegations coming out now from like the Playboy Mansion of uh, using and abusing women. I don't think that's what he meant at all. I'm almost positive that's not what he meant, but it did come out with some gray area. And of course, 
we know these days they're gonna push that uh, as far as they can to cause a uh, controversy in the media. So, Cam, I understand what you're saying to a certain degree, man. You just gotta do a better job of expressing it and not stepping all over uh, women's feet when you do it. The Braves, man, I really thought, I really, if you'd have told me the Braves is gonna be two and three out of five, I'd have bet you a hundred or a thousand or, or whatever uh, the amount. I never thought this new Braves lineup was gonna struggle as bad as they have. Um, it's unfortunate, not pitching well, the bullpen's not doing well. The uh, offense isn't doing well. It's a uh, it's a it's a it's a group effort to not playing well, and the bullpen struggles is really what's getting me uh, out of sorts. Cause you know you're gonna need these guys uh, going forward, and uh, the Braves bullpen has always been somewhat suspect. You know, there's always been uh, somebody who's kind of shaky. Even last year, Will Smith, man, it, it make you make you scared every time he got out there because he's going to give up a couple base runners before he gets out of it. But now none of the guys are, are, are pitching well. And hell, the starters aren't either. And maybe that's a, a lack of uh, preparation because of the lockout. And maybe, you know, a month from now, they'll get in their groove. But I didn't really expect uh, them to get the hell beat out of them uh, early on by teams like the Reds and the Nationals who really aren't contenders. It's not going to be good when they start playing uh, some better teams. But then again, I mean, the Dodgers have struggled. The uh, uh, Red Sox have struggled. So maybe it's just it's just baseball, man. It's, maybe it's just this first month. Everybody's shaking the cobwebs out. And But the Braves lineup, man, is, is not really as good as I'd hope uh, offensively. I, I'm interested to see what happens when Acuna comes back in the lineup. I don't like Matt Olson in the two-hole at all. I don't think he's a two-hole guy. He's three or four. Um, you got to get – I like Albies up there maybe at the two behind Acuna, and then maybe you can go Olsen, Ozuna, Riley, and then, you know, Duvall, then Darno, Swanson. Uh, the DH position, you know, hasn't really done – much either um so i don't know maybe they need i don't know maybe they need to mix that lineup up some definitely gotta get some offense especially if the pitching staff's gonna give up runs you gotta be able to score and uh it's still early though i'm not giving up on them I'm just kind of disappointed i figured at worst to be three and two right now and probably four and one would be more likely i don't like losing the shit teams like the reds and the nationals but uh, hopefully, hopefully they get it turned around. Um, play again today. Flip over the rotation. Start over again with your number ones. And maybe, you know, going into the weekend, you can get some momentum. Put together a 8 or 9 out of 10 in a row. And jump out there in the National League East. Because uh, it's going to be tough this year. A lot of good baseball teams. And, you know, it, it's tough. Alright, last thing we're going to talk about is closing the door on the Masters. What Scotty Scheffler's done. Four wins and a major. Uh, 25 years old. Nobody's ever done such a thing but Tiger Woods. And if you're in the same company as Tiger Woods, that means uh, you, you've done something here. Um, but we'll close the book on that 
Scheffler, number one player in the world. Colin Morikawa moves up to number two with his strong finish Sunday. Jumps John Rahm. And uh, Morikawa is heading to Hilton Head for the RBC Heritage. If you've never been to this tournament, and I'm not going to act like some kind of expert, we went down there a few years back. It's a solid, it's a solid performance, man. It's on the, it's on the ocean right there. A lot of guys boat up there and anchor down and watch the tournament. It's humid as hell, but there's plenty of refreshment stands uh, nearby. We stayed on hole number seven. It's that, that weird little par three with trees overhanging. It's a, uh, it's a good spot, good shade. It's a tough hole, and you can hang out right there. And there's usually a beer tent back up the fairway a little ways so you can keep you know get your refreshments on the further you get down the course the less shade there is the closer the water it is and the more humid it is and uh you know i don't know what the temperature is supposed to be this week i think in the 80s it'll probably be warm so wear shorts you know i made the mistake of wearing pants down there and, and boots and it was hot so wear shorts maybe wear a pullover in the morning if it's cool and windy but it's going to get hot. So, uh, you know, dress appropriately so you don't fucking sweat to death. Um, the field is solid. Usually, in past years, uh, most folks took the week after the Masters off. They took the week off, you know, stress stressful week at the Masters at Augusta. They take the week off. So you, you get a bunch of guys like Boo Weekly winning these tournaments guys who really couldn't compete against a, a big field but it was kind of a layup for them because it was the uh below 50 ranked players in the world battling for a win it's not that it's not that way anymore like i mentioned colin morikawa is number two he's playing cam smith the guy who everybody thought was going to beat sheffield last week he's playing you got local favorites like kevin kisner uh down there playing justin thomas who normally doesn't play in this tournament I don't think he's played but twice in the last 10 years or something like that, eight years. Um, he doesn't play. So there's a, a lot of stars, a lot of local guys. Um, should be a really fun tournament. Um, I don't see how you can't pick. Oh, Dustin Johnson also. Dustin Johnson, another uh, South Carolina native. Um, I just don't know how you can't go with Cam Smith here. You know, Cam Smith, aside from that terrible uh, – shot on 12 where he hits it in the water and you know ends up making a triple and, and kind of loses all momentum uh against scotty scheffler outside of that uh he just basically won the players and then he comes in um you know he ends up finishing tied for third but really he was the second best golfer all weekend except for that hole and, and the, the great run roy mcelroy made on sunday so I, i'm I'm a big fan of Cam Smith this weekend. I think Cam is uh is probably he's not the favorite, but he should be. And then you know Colin Morikawa, I think he'll play well as well. Um, I'll do a preview of my picks going into the weekend tomorrow. Uh, my co-host on Hit the Fade podcast thinks uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is the one to beat this week. We'll see. He's one of them guys that's always up there, but he doesn't he doesn't win. So when you're playing golf, when you're when you're betting golf, unless you're betting like a top five, ten, or twenty, you know, it, it ain't it ain't horseshoes. It ain't you know, close don't count. 
you got to win. You got to pick the winner. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'll look at I'll look at it and uh, see my top three picks. See if I can find a, uh, a underdog in there and uh, maybe some value down the line. But if you ever get a chance or if somebody offers you tickets, don't turn them down. Head down to uh, head down to the Heritage. Enjoy that enjoy that uh, oceanfront view. Some good food down there. Some good golf down there. Some some good sightings down there. If you got a boat, take it. Hell, I'd much rather watch uh, pull up there on the 18th. You can watch uh, 18th hole, drinking a cold brew and uh, enjoying the enjoying the weather. Tomorrow, I got a couple things. I'm gonna break down the uh, heritage. I'm gonna talk about spring games. Clemson had theirs last week. Carolina has theirs this week. We'll talk about what to take from that and what's happening in Clemson. And I'm also going to talk about um, some race things, not controversy. Just going to uh, compare some racial things that I've seen over the past week or two and, uh, you know, give my perspective on what I see. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, Hopefully Cam Newton doesn't get killed too bad. But like I say, he don't have a job now anyway, so who cares? Hope my Braves turn it around. And, man, I'm looking forward to the heritage in Hilton Head. Uh, can't wait for that to, to tee off on Thursday. Appreciate you guys listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>